AustralianMusiciansRadio.com Australian Musicians Radio advises the following program may contain coarse language, adult themes, unsolicited product placement, quality banter, unscripted bullshit, dad jokes, cringeworthy puns, lewd anecdotes, general fuckery, and lots and lots of local, independent, original music. Hi, I'm Daniel. And I'm GM. And welcome to Bar Talk. I'm standing on the edge. I never take a risk, I never gonna jump in. I'm always stuck in my head. And everybody says, like, always over the weekend. Enjoy. You're listening to Ayama. <laughs> oh, hang on, wait. Sorry. I got used to be inside. They don't know the difference. Hiding is by, but damn, I know it always works. Over time, you taught me that. My pain is weakness. I wear your mask to hide the bruises and the burns. It's all that I have known So how can I let go? 
Is this the start of the show? Apparently. Which which one? I'm going to do three this week. Episode 36 of... Of, <laughs> of GM's week, yeah. <laughs> no, silly. Bartok. Bartok. <laughs> we did this... We say this same... They had the same issue last week. You're like, oh, what show is it? Well, that's... Well, I don't even know what day it is. I'm not surprised. <laughs> that's just classic you, isn't it? Well, yeah, I spent like I spent all day on the email, and I don't even like know what date it is. I just, I just don't. What do you mean you spent all? Day? Oh, I suppose you just go in like, oh yeah, well, who's sending just, in bullshit today? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I just look at the names, I don't look at the dates. <laughs> so you don't know when it was sent in? No. Okay, we'll leave it's that. We'll leave that. We'll leave. It's, it's not the content. You're just, content director, content not, director, not calendar just director. Just sent in. You're not calendar director. Um, welcome, welcome back to the, the uh, newest episode of Bar Talk. That's right, we are back for another. The shockingly shocking episode. Um, you just heard a couple of absolutely swell tracks to start us off. Uh, we had Joshua's song "Jump" and then Lex's song "C'est la vie." No, no, it's "C'est la vie." C'est la vie. No, how did you say it? "C'est la vie." C'est la. I forgot how she pronounced it in the song. "C'est la vie." "C'est la vie." Whatever. Whatever. We'll be back on that in a sec. But I was going to say, Gareth, how was your weekend? Because you've you've had a big is it over? The weekend. Oh. I know, it's Monday. How do you feel? Um, well, yeah, okay. I feel Monday. <laughs> Monday-itis? No, 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 not really. I had the Monday, I'm it's Monday. I had the Monday-itis because I stayed up way too late last night going doing what you did today, going through the emails. Yeah, emails. Yeah, I know. So, I had a headache and I'm, I had to go for a walk and listen to the songs. And then I just got to the cafe that I go to to get my coffee. I'm like, the, the manager's name is also Daniel. I just like slammed down my car. And I was like, it's all pleased today. And make it strong. <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't pay anything for it. It was like, you know, at the end of the, the card, like the card, uh, the coffee card, you get the free one. Oh, yeah, Today yeah. Today was yeah. my free yeah. one, so that made me feel a little bit I've never bit done better. that. You've never been that no, loyal, never, that's why. I've never been a loyal, I've never been a loyal coffee you've never, customer. You've never been a loyal no, customer. Well, I'll 7-Eleven, but yeah. Well, they they're already cheap as chips there, the $1 you know, that's, you know, shit, shit, fuck coffee there. It's, 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 I'm still loyal, yeah. 
loyal to the just because it's one dollar. Well, <laughs> no, they're loyal to me because I can take as many sugars as I like when I run out. Ah, so you, you go there when you, you and know, sauce you, when you. What, oh, they do they just have the, like the self serve sauce pack? Free sauce. It's the only place in the country that has free sauce. Seven oh, Eleven. I bet it's really shit sauce. Well, what, no, it's Master sauce? Foods. It's the good one. Oh, it's actually yeah. the little packets of Master Foods. The square, yeah. So they don't even go for the cheap stuff. They're really decking out. Where are they? Ma- where where does Seven Eleven make their money again? Um, uh, off me. <laughs> no, you're not you're taking <laughs> all the free sauce packets. <laughs> yeah, I buy a lot of coffee. Look, I won't say anything, but uh, money. <laughs> Sorry, got a bit of COVID here, folks. Just ignore me. You're the, you're the, actually, you were tested the other week. I did, and I came up negative. Felt like shit the day yeah. before. It was, it was really annoying. I missed out um, on a gig, which I really wanted to go to. But, uh, you know, waste not, whatnot. Don't want to go in and infect everyone. <laughs> like as if. I'm living life uh, on the edge. You know what I did today, Gareth? I- uh, I almost ran my car down to an empty tank. The computer said I was nine or eight kilometres away from an empty tank. Well, that's unheard of yeah. in, in, in Box Hill. That's it's unheard of for me because <laughs> uh, you get you get to like. Is the there last- a service station in Box Hill? There's heaps of them. Yeah, no, but they're, they're all expensive. <laughs> And I'm a stigler for, you know, cheap fuel. But and, and it was been really expensive lately. But anyway, when you get to like the last twenty Ks of fuel, like the the car starts to rattle because I don't know whether it's just, there's lots of air going in the thing because there's like a fuck all in the bottom. No, it's but just you the can, shit fuel at the bottom you can of the tell, tank. You probably, yeah, yeah. But you can tell like the, the engine starts rattling around, you're like, Oh god, it's just gonna fall off my car. <laughs> now your engine rattles because you can't get you, you like like you can't even redline your car. You got no idea. No, how to I'm do not going to redline my car. That, <laughs> that would fuck it up. It doesn't fuck it up. You Dan. call me an old woman driver. <laughs> Have you? I swear. He's no. He's um. He's okay. Thank you. Apparently, I ask for a, questions. For a country driver. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there, I just. <laughs> he's still a country driver. I make a very. I make very efficient use of fuel. Thank you very much. Don't you? I mean, not that I'm driving a very country-looking car. Little Mazda two hatch. Dan Murphy's doesn't do fuel, Dan. Damn it! <laughs> if you go to the heavy, if you go to the really like high percentage stuff, it'll probably you know substitute as fuel. Yeah, <laughs> probably substitute as rocket fuel for all I know. Moonshine, probably yeah. Mm. Anyway, we're gonna hear about moonshine later. Perhaps, perhaps yeah. who knows? But that might be your little uh, Ooh, prediction tant- for tantalizing there. taste. Yeah. Uh, just a, do I just a tantalizing taste of what's up soon? Yeah. But- we just came up. What I wanted to talk about was what we came off. Yeah, we should have um, done that at the start. <laughs> probably. We just get lost in the, in our opening. We apparently do, yeah. Takes us 10 minutes. Um, something like that, yeah. Um, so, we came off a couple of absolutely awesome um, pop tracks, as I mentioned before. Yeah, Joshua. Joshua. Uh, WA, there's something about WA bands at the moment. Yes. So, this guy, Joshua, there's a bit, bit of WA stuff this week, actually, and for good reason, too. Um, but yeah, Joshua is from WA and he released his new single, Jump, which is going to be off his new EP, which will be coming out. Well, not his new EP, his debut EP, Gareth, which will be coming out on April 16th. So that's not his sophomore. <laughs> no, it's uh, his <laughs> debut. Debut. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was really cool. It had that had a lot of like that 90s vocal sort of thing coming in, which, I've, which I haven't heard that much of lately. But the 90s. Really? No. Compared to the other stuff that we've been getting in. Like, he was going for the Backstreet Boys vibe, clearly. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, I'll get yeah, you now. Yeah, right. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> he just I did casually agrees with yeah. me, just so we don't, don't sound too argumentative <laughs> on this show. You're but, the boss. 
it was. <laughs> It's just not as controversial. Which maybe we should get some more arguments on here to be more controversial and get yeah, more well, views um, on the can, podcast. Can someone say, well, send us um, what man? Send, give us some ideas of what me and Dan should argue about. Sounds send them into amaairplayatmail.com. Maybe I should take a leaf out of our good friend Andrew Andy, and, and Andrew, uh, Mister Turch from We Only Do One Take, mm-hmm. who says send in your death threats. Maybe we should get people <laughs> to send in their like complaints and we'll read them out live on air. But I digress most. No, don't do that because you've had, you've had a couple. <laughs> that's why we, we had to write, go there. We that's why we had there. to write a code of ethics and conduct. <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> I'm very, 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 you know, I'm very restrained these days. Um, no, uh, Joshua's, yeah, Joshua's new single jump is obviously out now. Thanks, Evergreen. Yes, thanks, Michael. Good stuff for for getting us on that shit. Uh, well, good shit, of course. Mm. And after that, uh, we had the absolutely. Stunning song by Lex of Celavi. Is it is it L E X or is it Lex? I suppose it's Lex, well, but it's, it's actually L space E space. So don't just type Lex like no. Lex Luthor because you won't get it. It's L space yeah. E space X. She looks like she's got a bit of kryptonite though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she she knocks Superman dead. You reckon? Mm. Really? Okay. She likes the leather. I like the. No, it's not even leather. It's actually the vinyl, the fake leather yeah. clothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very. Very 90s outfit, actually. I don't know where this is coming from, but- <laughs> what? Look what you're wearing, this, Dan. This, <laughs> I brought out the leather tonight, folks, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> couldn't hear that. I, was, I couldn't slap my ass. I was sitting down. Um, but Salovey, I don't think we've had a French-sounding song, French-titled song. I reckon, we ha- I reckon we have. But I think having the uh, the French just in there just them. gives it a sort of, uh, shall we say, je ne sais quoi, Gareth? <laughs> Would you <laughs> say- that like bit of panache. Do I look like I was born in Nancy? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but Sailor V had this cool transition. You notice how it started like really acoustically, really quiet, and then it was like just this like hard bass, mm. like real European. Like I'm talking Slavic hard bass, folks. Actually, do you reckon Lex? Yeah, well, that's so I, Slavic. I think I, I think we played Lex before Phase One on Mint ah. Factory. Uh, because they both had that bass sound, and that's we sort of matched them up with that, and they complemented each other quite well. Uh, yeah, very good, mm. very good. Kind of. Oh my gosh! Go, go and check out the Mint oh Factory. Oh my by the gosh! Way. I was absolutely right. I'm just, I'm just glancing over the the PR thing, and yeah, she's from Ser- like she's got a Serbian background. You read that already? Uh, no, I didn't read it. No, that was so, that was sub- you, subconscious Dan. Delicies. That was subconscious Dan. Uh, subconscious Dan telling, telling brain dead Dan <laughs> what what was going to on. Read the paragraph. <laughs> I never read. I tell I've told people before. I'll tell this again. The reason why I don't do written reviews is because I hate re- writing and I hate reading. I just like to talk shit. Yeah. But yes, you'll hear uh, you'll hear a lot of the reviews on the Mint Factory. Lex, great hard bass. Um, keep up Eastern European tradition, uh, please, and uh, squat in those Adidas um, trackies and uh, chain smoke some more <laughs> cigarettes. And uh, uh, there's there's going to be a, a 1990s Yugoslav joke in there, but that might be a bit too no, spicy don't. for this one. No, okay. I know, I know Bosnians. We'll see you in that. We'll see you in the international court of justice. I know, I know Croats. Okay, I, I don't want them turning up here at the same time. <laughs> now that's the controversy we need. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's out now, of course. As with all the other songs we play, thank you, PR Files. Yep, giving us some excellent stuff to play. And go and check it out if you're on uh, Dan's podcast site. Go and check it out our website, AustralianMusiciansRadio.com. We'll hear us repeat that again and again later tonight. AustralianMusiciansRadio.com. Yeah, up next, Gareth. I'm so excited. Ah. Uh, 
Yeah. Senor Jack from Psychedelic Porn Crumpets, oh. the evil mastermind, mm. is chatting to us next about his brand new album, Shigar, The Sunlight Man. Should I go get another coffee or should I go get a moonshine? Shah, get your shit together for the interview. That's what you should do. That's what Shah do. Okay. That was terrible, wasn't it? Yeah. That was, <laughs> maybe I should put some Shigar in my coffee. I should have asked. We should have asked him before what what. Well, what, I forgot to ask him about the donuts. But we we ran out of time. That was the problem. <laughs> like, and what what was it, what was the with all the family all sorts in the video as well? Oh, the videos were crazy. The, the war between donuts and family all sorts. The videos are crazy. I'm going to put a couple of the videos up. I think later this week because mm. they they definitely deserve. Actually, we might do them in order. Might put all three up in order because I think there's like a story to tell with there. Maybe it's worth it. I don't know. I'm You're pretty planning. Dan, you work it out. <laughs> I can't be fucking bothered. I'll, I'll, just, I'll, just see the ad, I'll just see the notification come up and I'll know the job's done. Anyway, I want to just say uh, take in uh, what we're going to play next because we've got another brilliant track to play. Which is? Oh, Flaskus. Yes, another one from our dear friends at Evergreen Artists. Now, what is Flaskus? I don't know what Flaskus is. It sounds like a condition. I can't come in today, boss. I got Flaskus. Oh, like a, like an actual medical condition. I thought you meant yes. like conditioner, like oh, flask, yes. anti-dandruff <laughs> shampoo for all your hair care needs. I mean, that's it's a flaskous kind of day. They're not exactly showing off their hairdos in this in their press pics either. But uh, these guys are from Sunshine Coast and they are wearing all black. I didn't know people from Queensland wore all black. I thought it got too hot up there, too sunny. Um, well, no. If you if you're from Fortitude Valley, that's all you're allowed to wear. <laughs> now these guys have just come out with their uh, new single Sunny Days And uh, they are going to be coming out with an EP soon And they're doing a tour I love this because I get to chat shit about the f- where they're playing uh, They're going to be playing at Maroochydore on the 19th of February uh, 26th in Byron Bay, 27th in Brizzy The 27th in their hometown Oh, oh March 27th I thought they were playing two shows in the same day So Feb 27th in Brizzy a month later on March 27 at uh, Airwaves Festival on Sunshine Coast and Bithynia on April 23rd. Jeez, they're, they're really you know, having a good break between those gigs. I don't blame you, though. They can be very tiring. Well, my, they might have oh, do ISO. Did they, did they plan for ISO? Hey, I mean, that's maybe. thinking ahead, isn't maybe, it? Maybe, maybe. Mm. But, yeah, it's all uh, on their website, flaskus.com, uh, if you want to check out some of the shows if you're up that way. And please do. This was a pretty chunky song. Yeah, they played with um, Ash Gonwald, um, oh, Tijuana Cartel, the Black Sorrows. Ah, There's cool. a bit of bit of, bit of, bit of hefty uh, names up there, Gareth. What festivals have they played? Like um, every fucking oh, festival this side of fucking Sunshine, Sunshine Valley. They or have. They've got a few up there. What is it with Queenslanders? The and they're like, they played the Sunshine Big Sunshine This and Streetside Bay right. and, and Seashell Shore. How many people get to say, I played at the Big Pineapple? They also headlined at the Commonwealth Games welcoming ceremony. <laughs> now, I actually, that, that's funny because in 2006, I, I, um, I, I helped organise an event for the Commonwealth Games, oddly enough. Nice. What one was it? Um, I can't remember. It was a long time ago. We, we watched. <laughs> we, were, was, we, we actually the Melbourne, watched. The Melbourne Games. We yeah. watched when they did the marathon. The, they, and it became quite well known because uh, one of the Australians, I think they won. I think the Australian won the marathon. We won? Yes, I think we did. And uh, it was like a really heartwarming story. She had can- I can't remember. Had cancer or something like that. And then she managed to win win it or do really well. I can't remember. I remember at the time feeling really proud for my country. But uh, honestly, I couldn't care about sports. Today was the uh, <laughs> Super Bowl. 
Only young, I didn't even. I, I, only I didn't even realize. Care about the Commonwealth Games. Apparently, yes. the weekend played at the Super Bowl, and I didn't even give a shit. I, yeah. well, I didn't even didn't even know who 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 played some uh, some Canadian guy. Oh yeah, I'll give a shit when somebody that we play on AMR headlines the Super Bowl. Yeah, that'd be good. That mm. would be good. I'm going to ask him in a nag. Kyle Taylor. Kyle- Actually, Kyle Taylor headlines. He's got to give me media tickets. Thanks for dinner tonight, Kyle and Jimmy. Um, but enough bullshit. Let's play some songs. Uh, we're going to play Flaskis' new song, Sunny Days. Then we're going to play one of the previous singles off the Psychedelic Porn Crumpets, Mr. Prism. And then we're going to be chatting to the Psychedelic Porn Crumpets or Mr. Psychedelic himself, Jack. And uh, all, all things okay. psychedelic. All things crumpety. We'll be back soon on. Bar. Is it Bartow? Yes. It's Monday. <laughs> It's Monday. It's the second Ma- time It's right? Monday, the 8th of February, oh 2021. This is, uh, this is Bar Talk. With Jamie and Dan. Inviting my way back down But to what is real I've got my head up in the clouds Consumed by the feet that stole it all Breaking my routine to put a lot on our dreams as the sands of times fade away And the hourglass that is each day I gotta get out I gotta get my roots back in the ground And not die out Cause I'm a million miles away from the sunshine
Hey, this is Jack from Psychedelic Porn Crumpets, and you're listening to AMR. Welcome back, folks. God. Welcome back to this latest episode of Bar Talk right here on Bar Talk with me, your host of Bar Talk, Daniel. Big D. And Big G over here. <laughs> we should probably stop the we should probably stop the uh 
introductions because that was pretty sick, don't you reckon? Man, I've, yeah, I'm just, just digging this stuff because I'm riding the crumpets. I'm, I love my crumpets. You love crumpets. What yes. do you like in your crumpets, Gareth? <laughs> Vegemite <laughs> and butter. What else would you just have on crumpets? a touch of butter, but a shitload of Vegemite. Yeah. But you can't have jam. I don't have crumpets. Yeah. I only listen to them. <laughs> you do, yes. We've, we've just heard... <laughs> The crumpets. We, the heard, we, we heard a bit of porn crumpets. We did, and they're uh, one of their recent singles, Mister Prism, and an ep- excellent and groovy, groovy track. Uh, it's out now, along with their brand new fourth album, Shagar, The Sunlight Mound. Tell you what, these guys have a knack for names. Not going to get. Not going to lie. Jack's a good name. Jack, Jack's a pretty good name, yeah. and, and that's a very good segue. <laughs> <laughs> Jack in the, oh, Jack, in the line right G'day, now. Jack. The, hello, Jack. How you, how you doing, boys? You good? Yes, now we can hear. Um, <laughs> the other side of the country, that's working. Beauty, there we go, we're on. And I, you call, Do you call each other Gaz Daz? Is that how it works? Oh, God, don't we've, start him. Yeah, um, no, it's actually, um, it's actually uh, we've, got, we've got a, um, it's kind of like Brangelina. It's, uh, Brangelina? Yeah, it's, um, what was it, um, Dan, what was it, Dan, Dan? Big D, no, you're Big G, I'm Big D. Yeah. And we've got Big J on the line. Yeah. Big J. Yeah. Oh, Big but yes, we've got Jack, the what I've called the evil mastermind of the psychedelic porn <laughs> crumpets. Now, Jack, it's an absolute pleasure having you in this time, uh, just to come and come and chat about the new album because you've just released it. So I just want to say congrats, first of all. Oh, thank you very much. No, it's a pleasure pleasure to be on the show. I was going to say you must be feeling pretty stoked because uh, is it just that? Do you feel like every time you do put the album, you get that nice crest of a wave? Just to ride out the, I know the ecstasy of w- watching people fawn over, you know, brand new music that you've been working on probably for months and months. It, it can it can either go either way, really. It's either you've just ruined someone's life or someone <laughs> day. Like it could be like this isn't what I wanted, and then they're just gonna never listen to you again. Or hopefully you've built some fans along the way, and they uh, enjoy what you're doing enough that they want to listen to another album. So I'm more pensive and nervous leading up to an album release than I I would be sort of uh, to feel like I'm a uh, I don't know what's the word like having a a, a time off. So, do you find that, like, the point after the album is actually the most relaxing point because that's when you finally get to have a break? Yeah, I suppose so. I feel like as soon as you release anything, you're just like, uh, it's not out, it's not in your hands anymore. And then you find loads of mistakes and you're just like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I do that? Yeah. It's the curse of the creative, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Um, how, how do you find like bringing out an album without actually being able to tour internationally? Because you've done a couple of international tours, haven't you? Yeah, that that's a, a difficult one. That one is because I think we used to obviously being on tour just all the time, and I think we were, we weren't really home at all. We were home for about few months during 2019 and a little bit part of 2018. Obviously, beginning of 2020, we we're in Australia. We did Fools and Laneway, and then. Um, as soon as we got home, it was like we didn't really have the lockdown as harsh as the rest of the world did in Perth. So we were kind of fortunate we had a couple of months lockdown and everything sort of got back up smoothly, like really quickly. So we managed to get a couple of festivals in and some shows here in Perth. And and obviously we're back down in, in uh, lockdown again now. So uh, it, it was almost like feeling like you're a tourist back in your own city for a bit, which was nice. And then when we originally planned to release the record which was supposed to be last march it was like i will give it a year 
and then hopefully everything's back to normal. So now it just feels like you're in the middle, yeah, more in the thick of it than we were before, which is uh, it's strange. It's a long time to wait, isn't it? A whole year for a release. Yeah, exactly. Um, what did you do in that in that time? Like, what were you doing during ISO as a band? You know, like you can't tour. You've you've already got an album ready. You're writing new stuff already, or um, oh yeah, I'm I'm already hammering away at the fifth record or the follow up record to Shiger. So I'm I'm trying to kind of theme them together. So it would be like a lot of stuff that I wrote at the time. So. There was originally a concept, so for Shiger, it was supposed to be a greatest hits of this uh, fictional character called Norton Gavin, mm. who was a, uh, a bit of a uh, loose cannon, lived down south back in the 60s, and he's like a folklore kind of tale at the moment, or it would be like if everyone knew about him, and so we were going to release his greatest hits. And then uh, I was like, I don't know if anyone will get that. It would be, be a weird one to like hit Japan or to hit South America or somewhere that maybe didn't get the whole, like, what's Marco River? Like, what's a salty sea dog? Like, mm. you might, there's a lot of connotations in there that might not pass internationally. So we're like, all right, okay, let's uh, <laughs> own it back in. Weird kind of record. And a lot of the sort of metal tracks that I had, I've sort of saved and I've sort of been working on them at the moment. So, sort of the heavy songs that didn't make Shiger, I'm sort of working on now to make a, a, a bit more of a complex record. I was going to say, so the how, how much of that story that you were trying to tell with the this character, what was his name again? Sorry, I know it's on one oh, of the songs. Gavin. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, is it Gurney Gridman? He's the last last song. Is that the is that the guy? Gurney Gridman is the last song, and then yeah. it's uh, the name is Norton Gavin. Oh, Norton Gavin. Right. So this uh, is Norton. this is how much I know about my Western Australian history. Yay. Um, <laughs> but what? Yeah. So you mentioned he's got such a you know bit of a legend 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 status these days down there. So how yeah. much of that? of the songs, I guess, are taken from these stories or snippets you've heard about this character? Well, well, I, uh, Norton Gavin is my, like, uh, drunk alter ego, so it would be uh, a... <laughs> oh, so it's a bit autobiographical then. <laughs> yeah, completely fictional, which is like... Uh, <laughs> so I just thought it would be really fun to make this fictional character have, like, but he was born in the 60s or born in the 50s or whatever, had, like, a big 60s, 70s career and then sort of died off and now he's, like, this kind of folklore thing, so... And just going through the old past experiences. But I kept the kind of lyrical sense in, obviously, like Mr. Prism, where it's like nobody fears the nose beers, where you, you're never too drunk to, to pass on a line of coke. or <laughs> you, you, you're, <laughs> Even if you're like ridiculously sleep- sick, which I suppose now you can't really talk about properly because, because of COVID and stuff. But I think back in the day, like before all the terms and conditions applied, Everyone was just going out and be like, yeah, fuck it. I'm like, I need my weekend. So it was like, I try to condense that weekend record into one kind of thing. And Shiger seemed like the, the way to do it. So, I mean, how much then of this character have you actually drawn from your own experience and exaggerated them? Or how much are you going back and looking, shit, I should have been this guy? Like, where's the balance? Is there a bit of both going on there? Uh, I don't know. I suppose it's just like, I mean, when you're on tour, it's a poor decision after poor decision. You just wake up <laughs> in a random car or you wake up in the back of a bus, like, and then you just, uh, I don't know, feet hanging out the side of a window driving to the next city and then all you don't see anything. And all you really want to do is be like, oh, like, let's go see the Louvre or let's go, like, see what Notre Dame's like or blah, 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 like anything around Europe or well, when people are like, oh, how was Italy? Like, I, have no idea like i can't remember i reckon those old i reckon those old museums would be pretty hectic on psychedelics just watching those old renaissance (laughs) paintings start to move 
Oh yeah. man, Michelangelo! Wow. It's like you know, when they, you know when they say like Mona Lisa's eyes follow you everywhere. Yeah. Oh, she would. She's got nine eyes at the time I saw her. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we actually went to a castle. My friend, well, we he took a bit of ketamine, so we're like, oh, is that allowed? And he handle it, handle it really well. So we're like, all right, we'll fucking do it. And we walked into this castle in um, uh, the Lake District in England with a six pack and acoustic guitar all tripping on ketamine and it was hilarious and this uh they're just it it's such a nice sort of like relaxed spot but we weren't being troublesome we were just sort of enjoying our own little uh little bit of the world and 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 seeing what we could see and uh one of our friends mike who actually he did the video for cornflake and we became friends with him and came on tour with this was asking about this beautiful lady that he saw in a uh, painting he was like wow she's gorgeous he's like oh and he's talking all about her and this really well to do like uh obviously the guy that was working there he'd probably spent his life in this castle giving out tours and blah 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 and uh, was like it was like oh like do you reckon uh, do you reckon she finds me attractive and uh he was like i think you'd be beheaded for asking that one he was like that's that's lady victoria <laughs> it was like the cor- <laughs> <laughs> just bringing out the corsets <laughs> You can imagine him being beheaded as well. I mean, England's so hectic. They're they're filled with conservative people, but half of them all just want to go out and do drugs. So it's a strange. <laughs> There's a bit of a duality going on there. <laughs> um, I was going to. Did you have a question, Gareth? Uh, uh, no, there's, we have, we've got a couple of questions from the other presenters. Though. We're going to we bring do. up in a minute. We will I'll bring, bring that up in a bit. Yeah. Actually, uh, what I wanted to know though was. Um, Oh shit! I was gonna. I had the question on the tip of my tongue when you were talking before, Jack, and now it's gone. You know, you know the feeling. Have you got a question for us, Jack? <laughs> yeah. That turned me into the interviewee. <laughs> That's my brain just all the time. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So when we were chatting a bit before we started, you mentioned you know we we came to the conclusion that you were the evil mastermind because of course you do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff when the album's coming together. Like, don't let the promo pitches fool everyone, folks. It's mainly <laughs> you, isn't it, Jack? Uh, it's, I mean, it's me <laughs> being the loner in a bedroom for at least uh, six to eight months. Yeah. So, you would have loved last year. Oh, well, yeah, to an extent, because like you guys had a pretty mild lockdown, as you said, but you would have loved last year. <laughs> It was a dream, to be honest. I couldn't believe it. When we were supposed to be on tour with Ocean Alley um, in April, and I was recording at home, and sort of obviously everyone was out having a really nice time and sort of drinking with their friends, and then there's me at home sort of recording this record because we had a deadline on it. And as soon as COVID hit, they were like, all right, that's it. Everyone has to be inside for, uh, I don't know, two or three months and lockdown. You can't see anyone. I was like, oh, thank God. Like, that was just... <laughs> relief of being able to sort of i mean obviously like uh feel bad for the, everyone that sort of was been experienced or whatever has gone through what they have worldwide but it was sort of from my experience of it it was like perth we didn't really have a um too much of a hectic kind of um schedule if that makes sense it wasn't like it was life-threatening it felt like we had some cases and and so when it was like go record in your room for as long as you like, I would just have this routine of walking to the bottle shop, going to pick up. I have this great bottle shop around the corner from me. It's like literally a hundred meters down the road, all these different rums, all these different vodkas and gins. And, uh, and then they got a huge selection of beers and seltzers and ciders. And I was just like, all right, today I'm going to pick this and this and this. And then I'll just like come home, write as much as possible, wake up in the morning, just, I don't know, it's sort of wake up and rather than sort of 
feel hung over i'd walk back to the bottle shop because i'd ra- I'd wake up about 10 or 11 and, and <laughs> yeah luckily the bottle shop was open and just carry on recording so i was, was gonna uh, i was gonna say it sounds like you actually developed some you know some real palettes in this last year <laughs> I did, I did, and now I'm on the uh, the podcast bar talk, so I feel like you can just- <laughs> Actually, that brings us to our next question, because oh, it's a bit of a segue there, because uh, Jay Stark, our presenter from Heavy Reborn, uh, asked, um, what were you drinking when you came up with the name Puke Box? Puke Box? Oh, that was uh, a Dad's Moonshine, actually, so he- uh, Dad's started- Moonshine? <laughs> yeah, yeah we, he started making moonshine, and- uh, Fuck, it was hectic when he didn't double distill it or triple distill it, and you'd have this single distilled moonshine. And it showed me the process, and you'd be like, wow, that's so impressive, Dad. Like, and he sort of, because I don't know, we sort of bond through alcohol, I suppose. <laughs> um, and so I'd come home, and you'd lose your vision. I mean, I'm already fucking blind as it is. I need uh, very, very thick glasses to see. So a couple of couple of drinks of moonshine, you're like, oh, my God, I'm done. And then all of a sudden, your guts go in, and you're just like, all right, okay, we need to distill that one more time until he sort of refined it. <laughs> yeah. So how many and people it- has he poisoned in his uh, distilling <laughs> career? Hey, there's a reason why it's illegal, but I think that's uh, mm. <laughs> definitely, I don't know, not to get dad in trouble. But who, who, a- who needs to go to Bali? We can just go and see Jack's dad. That's it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, I presume he's got the mushrooms too, has he? <laughs> The mushrooms, I mean, yeah. No, we did DMT with Dad. That was an eye-opener. <laughs> I knew a guy from Bendigo that uh, he, he because up in Bendigo, there's like, you can still pan for gold and that, and they would get absolutely blazed at their house. Then he'd go outside in his backyard and start panning for gold at the <laughs> creek outside. And he'd Isn't come that- back inside and then have like, he had a wood, he made a wood-fired pizza oven inside his kitchen oven. So they'd get, get baked, go outside, pan for gold, find a few specks of gold, come inside and have wood-fired pizzas and uh, homemade wine. <laughs> absolute dream. That is the life. <laughs> I, I've always felt like a nice little log cabin somewhere in the middle of like a for, I love Tasmania, Tasmania for that reason, where it's like it just felt like you were in your own little world, especially out the back of um, what was it in? Um, I think it was Hobart up the top of Mount Wellington. There's like this mm. lovely little area around the side of it, all, all on the all in the hills, and you got these little pygmy kangaroos that are like tiny, mm. and they're just jumping through gardens, and so everyone's got the fire going. You can just imagine, like, you just got this house, no one's no one's surrounding you. You just got like as much alcohol as you want or whatever you want to do. And but if he's got a task where he was like panning for gold, that's every like has to take his dream or whatever you're on, mushrooms or you, you need a task. And it's hard to do drugs when you don't have a task. So if panning for gold <laughs> and getting there, that seems like the greatest task ever. I reckon, I reckon there'd be a few people in Bendigo that have actually dug up their backyard just, you know, I'm just making that's what a, he did. a swimming pool. The gold is actually going to pay to finish the swimming pool. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, no, yeah. he was going to paint it with gold leaf <laughs> on the inside. Yeah. yeah. The great pits of ben- Bendigo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, have, have, you been, have you actually played up the snowfields anywhere? Well, uh, in Canada we did, but I don't think in Australia. Okay. Uh, I fell, th- I fell through the snow in Mount Kosciuszko once, though. Bro- bro- really? Uh, both my ankles. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. We're on holiday. Sounds like family. a lot of fun. <laughs> that was probably the best experience I've had on holiday. What were you but, drinking? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like 14. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> Come on, Gareth. Well, I'd encourage them. <laughs> no, we don't have excuses on this show, okay? It's, it's, um, nah. it's okay. You can tell the truth. 
Well, it was the first time I'd seen snow, and like, and I was just like, "Oh, not not the first time, because obviously in England, but it was the first time I seen snow sort of on holiday." And I was like, "Wow, look at that patch of snow!" And just ran as far as I could over to it and just fell <laughs> straight through it. Yeah, like little ravine, like it was a little stream underneath it. And so Dad had to carry me down from about, I'd say we we're about eight tenths the way up Mount Kosciuszko. It was pretty high. Damn. Um, yeah, but he did well. I learned that my dad hates me after that. So <laughs> <laughs> it was good. You mentioned before about, you know, cabins in the woods and that sort of thing. Is there a particular location that you do want to record where you think the environment would really enhance either the creative juices or the actual sound of whatever record you end up doing there? Where's the bucket list recording location? That's the best question I've ever been asked. I'm giving you that because- You are? It is. Don't don't give Dan too much ego. I should have worn my bow tie. (laughs) But that is. I've done a lot of interviews, interviews in the last couple of months. Best question. I think, um, I don't know. It's all different. It depends what type of album you want to create. Because I think if um, if you want to make a metal record, then you don't want to be off in Alaska just by yourself. You, you sort of want to, uh, you need something to fuel you or to, to at least get your, if you're creating something that's heavy, a bit of adrenaline. If you're creating something like Bonavere's Heartbroken, then maybe go off and <laughs> be, be in the woodlands with no one around. You've got like a fire going and maybe a border collie by your foot with a Guinness. So I don't know. You kind of you kind of need different things. But for me, I feel like it depends on what kind of record you're creating. So obviously the one that always gets brought back, which I felt like, um in perth type questions is tame and parlor where kevin parker had the luxury of being able to go down to yelling up which um gaz you were saying you you spent a bit of time down in margaret river so you yeah. know how pretty it is down there it's sort of it's about 40 minutes from there it's lovely so mm. down, lovely. down past bustleton and that area yeah just around that sort of really nice yeah. sort of wine um so he he spent the whole in the speaker and lonerism and i think every album he's made so far he's just recorded there it's like got this huge glass house that lives on a hill looking over the indian ocean and uh, there's nothing in between apart from bushland and grass and it's like that is serene i think you'd get so much creative juice coming out of that but maybe wa has that sort of uh tie with surf and skate culture and the same with kind of california and san diego where you seem to get a lot more sort of fast-paced bands or psych bands coming over from the west coast of america as you do with the west coast of australia mm. oh, I, was, I, was gonna, I was gonna say do you the reason why you've stayed in perth is it because it's easy to get to to europe Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. No, it's, too, it's more isolated. Oh, I want to get the fuck away from it. Was I being sarcastic? Oh, sorry. Uh, it might be with a rowing boat, but uh, yeah, in a plane, it's uh, <laughs> I think You're just pulling the Tony Mockbell, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, need that we, escape, escape option. Well, have you ever thought me, of moving over to the East Coast? Me and my friend. Oh, of course. I think. We, well, I think if I moved over, I'd like to go to Tasmania, but then I'd probably be f- further away from anything. But yeah. it, to me, it felt like the like one of the best parts of the world I've ever been to. It was just like just like Launceston as well, sort of down down that way, and they've got the um, the ravine or the gorge mm. going through the middle of the city, and all the like really cool like bistro pubs and. Uh, it was amazing. I sort of, it felt like it was a little bit part of Northern England, like more Yorkshire, which for me is like, I felt like if I was ever going to retire, it'd be like back that way. Or if I was, I don't know, what am I, I'm only 28. I'm already thinking like. <laughs> well, you're doing right. You've played Falls, you've played uh, Laneway, you know. Um, what else? Yeah. You might have to, you might have to um, nick Kevin Parker's uh, house for a few days. 
That's what I should do. Yeah, just go up to Kevin and just be like, all right, we'll make so, one happen. Just approach him after a few beers at the next falls because you know he's going to headline <laughs> falls. Like, you don't worry about, like, booking it in or anything. You're just like, oh, yeah, Kevin will be there because, you know, you know, you know that other station loves him to bits. They'll book him in anyway. He's like, hey, Kevin, oh, you know, that place down there. Yeah. Go, give, come on. Give help me, me the keys. Please help me to launch. <laughs> 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 fun me. Jack needs to get to launch. Um, what about uh, US? How, how's how you been received over there? So, so it's funny because we sort of blew out the gates in um, the rest of the world way quicker than we did in Australia, mm. and I think um, obviously that's a testament to sort of the technological age that we live in, where you can sort of release music online, and and especially with vinyl these days, we've it's got a bit of a resurgence that um, in Europe and certain places we go, and obviously in America, it's like we've way bigger which is weird because we're like well we've only come over here like we went to america twice and we're sort of doing larger rooms than we would even do in perth in our hometown and um it's sort of like once you get to sort of a bigger city so like melbourne for instance where i feel like that's probably the hub of the australian music scene at the moment in in australia now it's fer- furniture gully mate that's that's where we are <laughs> yeah it's purely yeah. because of us All like right. you can thank us x, for everything x marks the spot but yeah well, we know what you mean yeah <laughs> But it's true though. There's there's a lot of bands in Melbourne, and there's a lot of venues in Melbourne, and there's a lot of mm. like uh, sort of unique people that move to Melbourne purely because of its scene, and um, and that sort of makes the eclectic sort of nature of what uh, culture is. So when you go to LA or you go to these places in Europe that have been around for thousands of years, and they've got their weird scenes, and they've got the punk bars, and they've got this weird blues bar or whatever, it's like they're kind of almost not waiting for us to come there, but they're waiting for international bands to sort of be like, all right, we've built this huge, um, I don't know, thousand cap room that this is usually what happens. And you guys come in and there's a scene that would just know about it. And you, I mean, you probably do 500 people on the door anyway. It doesn't even matter if Porncrum is playing. Or it could, I mean, it could be us three make a band. And all of a sudden, if we go, yeah, we've got to that point, you might get 500 people there just to come and see you because you fit their agenda. So Europe and America, they're so much more built up at the moment through music and through culture and through uh, obviously just from being around a lot longer. But Australia is, I think, because it's so young and it's we've managed to have such a great impact on music in the last 10 years or the last 20 years. I mean, even going back to ACDC, you could probably argue that we've been around for like 60 years. But there's been so many good Aussie bands come out because I think because we're liked worldwide, you know what I mean? We've never declared war on anyone. We're just this like little uh, side country that's just this nice friend. We have koalas and kangaroos and uh, we're like the comfy cousin, if you know what I mean. It's like, oh, we'll get them over. We'll do this. So we're not we're not intimidating, which is nice. And I think that's about the music as well. It's like it comes out and they're like, sweet, I'll oh, listen to it. We're, we're, we're about the only country that doesn't carry a knife. Yeah. you haven't been to balga (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna ask jack um you mentioned too about like the vinyl resurgence and the fact that we live in a in a world where it's very easy to sort of get followers around the world what i wanted to know was with your music real quickly because i know we'll have to wrap up real soon um whether you think that streaming has helped your career from an international perspective more or the vinyl resurgence because they because you can sort of I, I don't know whether you know either or fits for the style of music that you've you know built your career on what do you think's yeah. helped more 
Yeah, I think I think they both kind of come hand in hand. Like, um, obviously, without streaming, then we wouldn't have the sort of um, the reach we would to get people to sort of know about us. So I think with free music, what sort of happens is obviously at the moment you've got a situation where you can put music into anyone's ears regardless of who you are like you don't need a brilliant publicist you don't need to be on a label you don't need to do anything like um or spend a bunch of money to sort of get your music into some guy's ears living in lithuania for instance it's like he might just find you because he likes this band there's an algorithm that cuts a to b you're the next closest band to this lithuanian psych band and he's like sweet porn crumpets or whoever king gears or tame or pond like it, it feels like that because we've given everything away for free and music was almost the first one to be not thrown under the bus, but it was like the easiest one to sort of file share. Obviously it's like how many meg it's like three megabytes a song. I don't know how much it is, but it's like obviously a movie is like a gigabyte, but it takes a lot longer to watch a movie than it does to listen to music. But arguably you get the same emotion sometimes from a song than as you do with a move as a movie. And so it's a lot easier to pass that around. And when people like fucking Lars Ulrich tries to be like, fuck you, Napster, I'm going to see you. You're just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what a slimy cunt. You're like, I just got, I don't know. I love Metallica, but I'm also, it's just like, if, if there's a way of listening to your favorite thing or a way to get new information, you're not going to just pay for it. You're going to find the easiest way available to do that. And then if you've built up a sort of a love for that artist who you're listening to, or you've built up a love for that director, then maybe you'll go watch his next movie in the, in the cinema, or maybe you'll buy the next record on vinyl. So I feel like it's a nice, it's an, it's a modest way of working and, and it's an honest way of working as well. So for me, it's like, we don't obviously fucking rake in super yachts or <laughs> get uh, anything close to like a luxury home, but we're sort of doing what we like. And I think that to me feels like a lot nicer way to live um i was gonna i, I want to ask you um with the actual music is is it actually is it sound more british to international audiences i mean well, uh, a, a lot of people in australia thought we were an english band i think when yeah. we started but yeah that- i think because i've obviously got such a brit pop i grew up there i moved over to australia when i was 15 so there was obviously a time where i was listening to lots of arctic monkeys and um I mean, obviously, the Britpop explosion with Libertines and Baby Shambles and bands like Razorlight and Franz Ferdinand and that kind of indie scene, which for me was huge. I kind of grew up on like a Sabian as well. Um, so then when I did come out to Australia, I think it was tied in with that West Australia. I just happened to be in like serendipitously in that same sort of scene when Tame Impala and Pond blew up. And I was like, fuck, like, what if I put this with this and this? And it kind of worked together in that way. So as much as we're an Australian band, I feel like there's a close connection to the English sort of heritage as well, which is what I obviously, yeah, well, enjoy. That's rock, that's rock and roll. And from the start, yeah. from the yeah, get-go, really, it's it's British, isn't it? It's, you know, um, real, real rock and roll, and that, not that American crap. <laughs> we'll go with Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah, Rolling Stones, you know. Um, you yeah, know. of course. Yeah, yeah. we all when you start listening to those bands, doesn't it? All right. Um, well, Jack, I'm just I'm looking at the time, and I'm very yeah. conscious you've got a very busy you've got a very busy night ahead of you. So I um, just want to say thank you very much for uh, dealing with our bullshit and our my panic attack before and uh, and my brilliant questions. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to paraphrase you there. <laughs> It was some brilliant. Well, thank you so much for having me on. And next time, we'll we'll I'll make two hours. 
Well, here's a, pro- here's a promise from me. Next time we'll have a more relaxed sit down when you come down to Melbourne and play yeah, next. Yeah, we'll have you in the studio. We'll catch you at the, the venue, yeah. I'll, do, I'll have a couple of beers. It sounds good. Mm. Yeah. Nice. I have to bring me some of your dad's moonshine. <laughs> I'll try and get that across the board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mark McGowan might nick it for his own personal stash. He will. Oh, Mark McGowan. What a man, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you go and stream the new album, Shiger, The Sunlight Mound. We are about to play the, the actual the new single, Puke Box. Are you excited, Jake? Uh, yeah, I'm always excited. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take us out and who you are and what you're about to listen to? All right, I can do that. This is Jab from Psychedelic Paul Crumpets, and you're about to listen to Puke Box, which is the latest single from Shiger the Sunlight Mound. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks, dude. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Jack. Sexy, you are listening to Bar Talk on AMR.
Welcome back to Bar Talk. That was, um, yeah, see, he hasn't got the list up. Uh, it was <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that again. American Doubles. Oh, it's, it's tennis season here in, in, in Melbourne. What else would we want to play? I don't know. Really? What? Other than a Melbourne band called American Doubles. Yeah. It's been released when the tennis is on. What was the song called? It was it was called um, Can't Let Go, featuring- um, I think it's Jamie. Ja- it's it's like, JV. It's a-, it's a, it's a, it's a- but there's bands that use a V as a U. So it'd be jummy. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be jummy. I think it's an upside down A. So I think it's actually Jamie, but it's like a stylistic A where it's just upside down. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll leave I, that one on. We'll leave I, that one. <laughs> Jamie, upside down Jamie. Um. We'll say that. We'll say that. So like, you know how we always mispronounce something? We always have someone, uh, some sort of argument over. How to pronounce one yeah, of the artist's no, names. Yeah, yeah. We had this last week on he- Heavy Rebound because um, one of the bands didn't have like any info on who was actually in the band. <laughs> okay. Right? So, we just called everyone Skivvy. Skivvy. Right? And they and they actually shared it. Right? They shared and the did episode. they make a joke and saying, like, welcome, where's Skivvy? Yeah, thanks to our new, new, our new lead singer, Skivvy, yeah. <laughs> and, um, but they, and then they updated their, their, their Facebook. And, and, have, and now, now, now it's got all the names. Now it says the members are Now Skivvy. it says who's, who's playing in that band, yeah. We really make shit happen here, don't <laughs> we? <laughs> we're, we're movers and shakers here at AMR. <laughs> if you ain't moving, we'll shake you. If, you. if you got your shit together, folks, and you got music coming out, uh, please do uh, email into us at amrairplayatmail.com featuring like the downloads and the and, mm. and the press picks and, and your names, who you are. Yep. Um, and uh, we should mention sponsors too. Well, if, uh, well, I'll let you handle well, that because I don't know dead. who's doing what right now. Well, we've only got the three. We need more though. Suki Lounge. Don't Do- suck about it. Go and see some music. Sukilounge.com.au. You've got to book tickets, folks. Right? Go to their page. You'll find all the uh, links. I think they do most of their stuff for us. But they've on. got oh, just some awesome stuff every single Friday and Saturday at the moment. Mm. It's just going off right there. Yeah, yeah if, it's, if it's not a disco, then, you know, it's- You'll probably see Gareth there. Well, yeah. For one of us there. <laughs> getting on the beers. If I'm there, I'll get on the beers. Yeah, we're going to behave ourselves, though. Yeah. Do you? Uh, well, that's right. Oh, okay. Um, you never yeah. told me to behave we myself before. We can't drink too much fruit salad up at, up at Suki, all right? Not, not all at one hit. <laughs> um, um, who else is who else is uh, partnering up with us at the moment? Oh, oh Bizopt of Solutions. Course. Yeah, bizopt.com.au uh, for your business analysis and project management. No, uh, 1-300-249-678. And of course, Doof Doof Music Factory Direct. Thank you. That Doof Doof is coming nicely. But where, why is your Doof Doof so nice? Because it's from Music Factory Direct. Music Factory Direct.com. 
Is it? Yeah. Oh, Street Bayswater. Nine seven two zero four five eight one. Go and check them out. You don't remember the phone number yet, do you? No, I don't remember any phone numbers. Right. Who calls businesses these days? Send them a message yeah, on just, Facebook. Yeah, just email. Yeah, we can get them. Email. You can order your stuff from all around Australia. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Just go onto the website. Musicfactorydirect.com.au. Order some shit. Um, Buy some shit from Music Factory. Yeah, Direct. I know. Donate gotta, it to the station. I've got to go and give them some money, actually, because um, I bought a Zoom mic. Get on the- And, and I, owe, I owe money on it. I'll be there. I'll be there on Friday, guys. I promise. Give us some money for AMR so we can buy more microphones. We do. We've actually got a. Um, uh, we've got a, a fundraiser drive. Chuck us a couple of bucks if you got got some couple of bucks to spare. Yeah, like we need more than my nine dollars in there, folks. Yeah. Like, Are you serious? locked down. You can't go to the pub. Like I put that it. money towards. I put course. nine dollars in there. <laughs> is, is the fundraiser still at nine bucks? <laughs> no, I just want one person some- to mimic me for, for just you know. I'll have to put something in there. It's going to give some more equipment. It's <laughs> going to be my donation. Actually, buy a T-shirt off us if you yeah. um, if you just if you can't be bothered donating. We sold one to America this week. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're sending a T-shirt to Michigan. So if you pay for the postage and you pay for the T-shirt, we yep. will send it to you. Yep, wherever you are in the world. Yep, just pay for the postage. <laughs> we're not paying for postage. <laughs> we are not. We haven't ordered that many yet. Okay, well, we, look. Should we should we tell people to like donate and then they get a T-shirt or? Like, yeah, donate $25 and you get a T-shirt. Yeah, you're going to have to pick it up, though. You're going to have to pick it up. Yeah. Or you pay for postage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> pay for fucking postage. <laughs> Just message us. We'll get you one. So we, should get a, we should get a FedEx guy in. We should get FedEx well, to sponsor Jay, us. He works for Australia Post. Like, isn't he enough? <laughs> yeah, but he can't take... Remember how they had that scandal two years ago, whatever, with the watches? No, that was Imagine only... Imagine if he starts taking only, bribes on the side That was only last month. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I've was, been locked down as like two months, and a yeah. half years in normal time. Yeah. Lay off me. But um, I want to thank too before we go any further. I forgot to do it before. Thank you, uh, Sammy from Beehive for uh, letting us chat to Jack and uh, pouring all our bullshit onto him. <laughs> he was, Thanks, Sammy. He was grouse. Jack was, he was awesome. awesome. I had a yep. lot of fun and I hope he did too. And I hope I, he's not too exhausted with all the interview, other interviews he's doing. And I hope- we maintain the monopoly on the best questions. That's my my aim. <laughs> you, you're hanging for an award, aren't you? Like best interview, my best, walk- in, best interview of the year on AMR. Oh, yes, and the well, award no, goes to. I want the Walkley Award and I want the Australian Podcasters Award. So somebody nominate me next year. Well, this year, sorry. I wonder if we would. We could actually be eligible, eligible for the Walkley. Do you reckon? <laughs> for, for good journalism, <laughs> I've never known us to be a. Hey, we actually we're members of AAP. Yeah, we've Maybe got we credentials. Could. Somebody nominate us. Because if, if I go, I'll go in a dress. If I, if I get nominated, I'll go in a dress. And I'm saying that now, I promise. If I get nominated for a Walkley Award, I will go to the Walkleys in a dress. A floral dress. It's Mark my words. Definitely not going to happen. <laughs> you sure? I don't reckon you'll even get a ride up in the green okay. guide, mate. Oh, I don't care. I'll get a ride, I'll get a ride up in the tabloids. <laughs> Uh, I'll do what that guy did and I'll, I'll flash him like that That guy did the RAs and that'll get me in the tabloids. Won't get me in the green guide, but it'll get me in the tabloids. Who's yeah. uh, Who's been in the tabloids lately? Uh, not me, so that needs to change. <laughs> so we're not really a news station. We don't know. We've we, we got more no controversy. Idea. I said this before. I'm saying it again. We need to get some sort of attention around here. But uh, who I want to give attention to, though, is, well, yeah, make sure you go and check out the, the oh, new puke, psychedelic. Puke box is a cracker. A banger. Yes. We a did play that before. I've got to mention it before. We played puke box beforehand. 
God, this is a train wreck sometimes. Uh, which was written while he was on Moonshine. Yeah. So mm. we so we uh, managed to was it weasel out of him. <laughs> was Ketam- it Ketamine. I don't know. That's <laughs> a fancy pronunciation. Yes, I'm having my horse tranquilized. <laughs> Just a syringe inside a martini glass. <laughs> That's like you're going to buy a couch when you're on Ketamine. Do you? Yeah, I just have you done that before? <laughs> no. I thought you'd steal a couch if you were high enough. No, well you can't thinking you bought just like chuck fifty bucks in the empty lounge room and nick the couch. That's just like something you do, isn't it? I, I don't know. Tell the grandkids. <laughs> I remember the time I bought a couch when I was on Ketamine. Do you reckon do you reckon you'd tell your grand do you reckon you'd if you ever had grandkids, would you reckon you'd tell them about your ketamine stories? I don't, I've never had it. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you haven't haven't done. You're not just say, you're just not saying shit because you're on air. No, I'm serious. I've never had ketamine. No, um, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> encourage it. Maybe we should. Maybe we should get you to do. That's a dan- ketamine. It can be a dangerous substance. Maybe we should get you to do ketamine live on on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> However, <laughs> let's draw some attention to something a bit more. This is not a family friendly show, by the way. A bit more. No, not at all. There's there's a language it's warning for a reason. There is a content warning for a reason. That's why that stupid disclaimer is at the start. Um, <laughs> <laughs> America Doubles was who we played before. Yeah. And it's fucking Melbourne represent, finally, this ep- episode. Too many WA artists this week. I wonder if they actually are going to the tennis. Uh, uh, oh, it's American Doubles. <laughs> I just noticed. Good, good pickup. But American Doubles uh, has been working with just some absolutely swell talent uh, that's been working with so many oh, artists that you would all know, which we won't, won't have the time to talk about. But I do have the time to talk about the new song with uh, Jamie. We think I think it's Jamie. You think it's uh, Javami. G V M I E. French, huh? So I'll let you believe. I'll let you take that as you do. That's but Jamie. Can't let go is the new single that you just heard, and I'll tell you what mm, works well as a great duet. What do you reckon? Well, I, I was entertained. That's what we're all about. I the- was very entertained myself. Would you believe that we pick songs that are entertaining in That's, nature? Well, we don't actually pick them. The, the musos send them in themselves and they just appear on our sure. shows. That's how easy it is. All right? Just got to be good. There's a little box. Got to be damn goes, good. A little, a little like little um, jack in the box that like pops up every time someone sends an email. <laughs> a, puke, a puke in the box. Music. <laughs> a puke in the box. A puke in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Had a bit too much crumpet. Crumpet. <laughs> Moonshine crumpet. <laughs> Why are he dips his crumpets in moonshine? Jump. <laughs> there's there's, that, that there, be, there's an X video. That would be Irish. Jack, you listening? That'd be an Irish crumpet, I think. Well, that'd be with whiskey. I feel if you dipped it in whiskey, be yeah, an look, Irish uh, Irish crumpet. Um, I reckon Jack's dad will argue with you over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Hi, Jack's dad. Hi, hi Jack. Can you please send Dan a bottle of your moonshine? And, yeah. We'll review um, Actually, we'll do it for- <laughs> If he sends us some moonshine, I will review it live on air for <laughs> alcohol review. I promise that. Alcohol review coming up next soon, soon folks. Um, That's okay. I've got, two, should- <laughs> I've got two cans of bourbon left over from the weekend. Um, oh, we never got random watching the music video for this one. We've been watching the music videos for the songs. Yeah. But it's got a music video as well. We're warming up. I'll tell you what, let's get Pop in to talk about the next songs because we did actually watch the music videos for them. Yes. Uh, now, this next track was was it was actually a lot of fun. It, you said it grew on you and you played it last week on the Mint Factory. I, I literally heard it, heard it the first time. I thought, mm, is this going to suit the Mint Factory? I went through the whole list and I've gone, that's got to be at the top of the Mint Factory. It was literally the first song. It stood out. I listened mm. to it and I thought, this, this could be 
you could pass this off as like just another, and this is a blues. It's a blues, bluegrassy sort of track. You could just pass swampy, off another blues, sw- call it swampy, it swampy yeah. bluegrass sort of, you know, got a bunch of different old school vibes about it. But it's just done so well, and it has so many lovely elements, like the mixture of electrics and acoustic guitars, the fiddle just going off, and like there's a bit of organ in the background as well. It's just some beautiful instrumentation and has, an, to boot, a brilliant music video. So, go and check it out. I yeah. am, of course, talking about the uh, absolutely brilliant um, blues artist Julian James. And, and his, the Moonshine. And the Moonshine and State. And the Moonshine State. You see, it's, I was going for the segue there. Yeah. Uh, it is- oh. <laughs> What is it with Moonshine in this episode? I just don't, yeah. I don't know. Is it French? Uh, but it is called Devil Town. Um, Julian James is just a, yeah, he's a festival mainstay, like with all the sort of this, like with any of the blues and bluegrass and, mm. you know, blues and roots festivals. And another Burn City representer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we love you, Melbourne. Brilliant stuff. Um, he's got, oh, he's, he's doing his launch party at Yak and Dander. How's that? Right? What a I'm champ. not kidding. I'm not kidding. I mentioned the Yak and Dander Hotel. What? Only today. Really? Were you there? No, I wasn't. No, that's right. I went out, I went out for dinner. Yeah, for dinner. Kyle you invi- I was going to say you didn't invite and, me. And, 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 no, you and invited his buddy me. Did. I did, but, but you were too late. I was too but, busy. Um, we, were t- we were talking about literally playing in a country town, and I said, just as a joke, <laughs> <laughs> imagine playing in Yakadan. Well, you, know? you must have been- um, um, must have been subconsciously channeling the Julian James because he's on the 28th of February, which is the last day was, of February. I think it was stuck in the back of my brain from the Mint Factory because we read the media. But yeah, he's playing Yak- the Star Hotel in Yak and Dando. How cool is that? If you're around, if you just want to take a day trip, fucking do it. It's at 3 p.m. and it's $20 for the tickets. Do it. I reckon, you, you, I reckon it'll just be a fun old time. Um, do it. It's like what? How many hours is Yak and Dando from Melbourne? Two, I don't three? Know. It's like three hours, I think. Where, where's it near? I, I can't uh, think. Is northeast, it? up in the hills. Oh, it's up near. Beautiful area. Yeah. Bright. On the way that, to Bright. That area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, roughly. Roughly. Yeah. Close enough. Oh. Zip up the freeway there in no time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, driving. Have a pie from, have you're a pie. driving. You're driving. No, I'm going to get on the piss. <laughs> it takes you eight kilometres to get into uh, third. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're a terrible backseat driver. Um, no, go and grab a pie from the, the, yay pu- the yay baker on the way and you'll be fucking set. No, stop it, yark. Yeah. What? Yark. Just up the road. Where's Yark's another- Is there a place where, called Yark? Where the fuck is Yark? <laughs> There's a town near Albury, and you probably know this, called How Long. Yeah, I know. I, I, used, know. To, I used to have, have friends that owned the caravan park yeah. in How Long. Yeah, you go, oh, How Long to How Long? Yeah. Dad would always say in the car, and be like, ah, oh, not this joke again, Dad. Yay. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Devil Town is awesome, and, and the, the, the music video is like that classic, like, 1920s-ish cartoon style. Yeah. But, just brilliant. And, and we mentioned the- we mentioned this on uh, the Mint Factory, but um, the pixelated, mm-hmm. the pixelated oh, D was just, just, look, just watch they, it. It's did, a lot of fun. Do they have pixelations in the twenties? I think there was a bit more like tongue in cheekness about it, <laughs> but it's funny. Watch the video. Yeah, it's good. It's really very. Creative. As a story about a cartoon hooker. Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, mm. go go and check it out. Uh, afterwards, another we actually watched the music video for the next one as well. Um, the absolutely brilliant WA, another WA yeah. artist, Carla Geneve, uh, courtesy of Remote Control. Oh, by the way, Julian James sent it in himself as well as well as his mm. PR. We got sent yeah. it in twice. Mm. It got so nice, sent it in twice. Is that yeah? Was so so yeah. Who, who was the PR? Let me find out. Oh, we don't. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was one of the- You could have right-clicked it, but that doesn't matter. People at home can't see. Well, no, I clicked on the one that he sent in. 
but I'll find out for you just in a sec, folks. Um, don't forget uh, Heavy Reborn. Uh, Thursday, Thursday, yeah, it's that Thursday night. So you got Bar Talk out on Thursday morning, and then uh, Heavy Reborn Thursday night or late afternoon, and then uh, the Mint Factory out on Fridays. No, I take that back. I he didn't. It was just him. Yeah, and no, I was just, yeah, it's just Julian. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep, I'm running my brain at twelve speed right now and getting confused. Um, but Carla Geneve is going to be coming out with her debut album soon, which is going to be called Learn to Like It. Is that uh, seriously her, her debut album? Because she's been coming out with stuff for she's quite a while. heaps, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Better um, late than never. Um, but it's going to be coming out in April this year. And Dog Eared is the new single. And I believe it's going to be on the album. Um, I'll tell you what. She knows how to rock. She does. I was deciding whether to actually throw this on on uh, Heavy Reborn next she week. She just knows how to fucking scream. Like, there's a scream in there, and you'll hear it. It's just, mm, it's nice. She's only 22 years old, which is, uh, it blows me away. Well, I mean, you say that, but then you're like, oh, well, she's only coming out with a debut album. She's only 22, Gareth. Fucking <laughs> slow down. Just slow down. Well, Come not, on. That's why I'm surprised that it's a debut album, because she's uh, an incredibly mature artist for her age, yeah. I mean, she's on remote control. I, I, mean, I mean, at 22 years old, that's winning. an amazing achievement um, right there. You're Charlie Sheening it, Carla. Absolutely Charlie <laughs> Sheening it. But, yeah, just, just come in leaps and bounds, this, this lady. We've played her a few times on AMR, Carla, I haven't just we? read every one of yeah. her songs she's released, I think. <laughs> <laughs> she's one of our favourites. But, yeah. Uh, oh, there's, there is the track list. No, it's going to be number six on the album. So, it's bang in the middle. So, you know. You can buy for my birthday. My birthday's on the 18th of April if anyone wants to buy. Carla, learn have to you like got it. a free album to give away? Give it to Gareth for his birthday. You'll make his, you'll make his year. We'll probably get it sent in for, for, for nothing, Dan. We're, Come on, Carla. We're, we're a radio station. We, Give us a- PR send it in to us and we play it. We got offered a, we got offered a seven inch the other day from one of the people we played on Bar yeah, Talk who was that? Oh, I have to remember who it was. I can't, I, off the top of my head, oh. I, I can't remember, but you said it was the first time it's hap- you've been offered a vote. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did, was someone, or didn't you interview, in, no, interview him? No, 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 we just messaged him and he's like, oh, you want this, do you want me to send it in as a seven inch? It's like, oh, we don't have a vinyl player. <laughs> it's, I'll send it a CD. It's like, we don't have, we, oh, no, he's, then he said, no, we'll send in a cassette. So I said, we don't have a cassette player. We may have. It's like, what, what do you have? I've got one in my car. Oh, okay. Oh, well, maybe I should have accepted the offer. <laughs> I'll have to message him back. Um, but yeah, uh, learn to li- like it is out on, on Friday the 23rd of April. So keep an eye out uh, via remote control and dot dash. It should be fun times. Um, shall we play the songs, Gareth? Yep. Fucking good. Let's do it. It's uh, Julian James with Devil Road and Carla Genève. On Bar Talk. With Dog Eared. That's the name of the song. I don't think I mentioned it before. Alcohol review up next, folks. Just makes me (laughs) remember Rusty. And I knew that I could not compete, oh no, in this devil's town Won't you take me home from this devil's town
side of the road She said come with me and I'll loosen your load Oh no, in this devil's town Well her eyes were blue and her hair was fair And she looked through my soul with a glazed out stare Oh no, in this devil's town Won't you take me home from this devil's town What more am I gonna do Well that devil is on the loose Won't you wipe away that frown And take me home From this devil's town Won't you take me home From this devil's town From this devil's town
Welcome back to Bar Talk with uh, Big D and and GM. Yeah, they call and, me uh, Big because I'm a big pile of shit. <laughs> I'm a bit of a big arsehole. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You're sweet. Oh, Gareth, you make my day. <laughs> <laughs> sure, she have a counter meal next. Um, I thought yeah. you owe me a meal. Do I? I don't know. Do I? <laughs> maybe we owe both. Maybe I'll tell you what. I'll owe you, I'll tell you, you buy my counter meal, I buy yours. How does right. that sound? Okay, okay. It'll be like that weird handshake you do when you're both drinking and you can only remember to do when you're drunk and you put your arms around each other and you're still drinking your own well, drink. Well, you use the knife, I'll use the fork. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that works. Yeah, I'll get more on my, on my <laughs> fork than you will on your knife. What did we come off? Unless you stab me. I would never do that. <laughs> You'd never let me back in if I did that. No. That'd be just crossing the line just a bit. <laughs> Have we got alcohol review tonight? We will. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, oh, what, we didn't oh, sorry, what they just heard. Oh, Dev, oh, we, we just heard Dog Eared <laughs> by Carla Geneve. Absolute um, cracker of a track. Um, what sort of car was it? Was it, it was a Statesman, I think, an old Statesman or Capri? Yeah, old Statesman Caprice, I think. Who knows? That's a pretty cool car. I love one of those. I mean, you imagine being 22 and driving a Statesman Caprice. That right. Caprice. You, you, can Caprice. Fit, you can fit four in the back. <laughs> That's what Carla did. She had four in the back. She did. Mm. Yeah. I wonder, if you, I wonder if she got pulled up for that. They're in a car park. They wouldn't have. Okay. Didn't you see the film clip? They're just doing wheelies in a car. They're doing Mate, I'm telling you now. Park. I'm telling you now. My car is parked at the front here. It's a car park. And they, the cops are like taking my plates off my car. <laughs> like, yeah. It's amazing what they'll do. You need to put the donut stand at the bottom of the driveway next time. They wouldn't go past it. Mm. <laughs> um. And and before that, oh yeah, Devil Town, <laughs> Julian James. We got there eventually. Yeah, it's time for some uh, alcohol review. Have we got some? Uh, I've got something non-alcoholic, but we'll go there in a sec. Okay. Now it's time for the alcohol review. Taking the piss out of the piss. <sighs> oh yeah. Okay, so uh. we are. Wow, you're fresh off the mark already. I don't know if they heard that, folks, but he's already on the Nelson Counties. This have you reviewed Nelson I've, County I've, on I've this show? Up market? No, I probably have. Yep. Yeah, it tastes like shit. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Very brief, very sweet, short what, but sweet. One and a half Nelsons. Just one and a half Nelsons <laughs> out of. Who, wait, what, so what's a single Nelson? Who's it? <laughs> Just well, like Com- Commodore Nelson. You know, wait, was that? Am I thinking of? Someone else. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, now you're thinking, you're thinking of um, Major Nelson from, jo- from I Dream of Genie. Oh, yes. That's the one. Yeah. 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 And I'm getting the Genie the, the confused with um, 99 from um, Get Smart. How can you confuse those two? I don't know. Because you know what? No, actually, I know why. Because I used to watch those shows when I, was a lot, when I was a kid growing up quite a bit. And they'd always be on, on Channel 9. On Saturday, one after the other. Mm-hmm. I dream a genie first and then uh, get smart. Mm-hmm. And I'd always get the two confused because, like, the same time period, like, the same thing, you know. Uh, and I'd uh, – I, okay, fine. One's to do with, like, genies and, like, astronauts and the other one's to do with, like, you know, Cold War and spies and, mm-hmm. like – and uh, what was the name of the – what was the name of the evil Russians? Hype. Siegfried. Yes, that's the one. And Starker. Yeah. Yeah, I'd always get them confused. I don't mm. know. They, they just all merged in, into some nostalgic bullshit. Can you can you remember the name of the the robot? 
and, and get smart. No, I don't. <laughs> Hi me. I remember the kind of song. I mean, obviously, I remember the kind of song. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they see, so they force, they could foresee COVID. Oh yeah, yeah. The so kind of, that was actually the kind of, yeah, uh, <laughs> isolation. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely uh, a bit weird that okay. show. <laughs> like, who thinks that shit up? I mean, Mel Brooks. <laughs> what do you expect? Nah, fuck. I love a bit of Mel Brooks. Anyway, uh, ninety nine reasons aside. Anyway, I prefer Genie over ninety nine any day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, I've, I've been meaning to review this for months since last year. So it's not, it's not alcoholic. It's not alcoholic. What no. is it? So I'm about to get to it. You just mm, hurry up. You just shush your little little pie hole, Sonny. Um, this is uh, I can't remember if it's from the yeah it is from the UK. I always forget whether it's from the UK or New Zealand, but this one is from the UK. I am of course talking about their iconic um, soft drink Iron Brew. Uh, I don't know what flavor is it. So is this is this a version of Solo? I don't know what it's like. It doesn't, you know, what Iron flavor Brewman. it says on we the have, back. We have solo, so we have solo orange. man. The reason Iron why Brewman. I think it's, you think it's solo is because it's orange and blue. Well, no, no, I'm, just, I'm just talking about the, the actual theme of it. Like, oh. is, is it their national their national soft drink? Because what's Australian's, Australia's national soft drink? It's solo, isn't it? I thought it was um, Kirk's Pasito. <laughs> really? That, that's No. That's, I love a bit of Kirk's. No. Don't get around. Hey. You hate Kirk's? No, I like it, but like you, you, you wouldn't admit to that. What do you mean you don't admit to liking a bit of Kirk's Passion, Pasita? Passiona. No, you think- Yeah, no, no. Passiona's the other one. Kirk's is Pasita. No, no. Passiona's the number one brand, mate. I, let's fight about this because- I, Really? I, I, I will. I've got- Wish- Okay, I've got, next time I've got we're 20 in, plus years do, No, 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 no. We're going to do a Passiona, taste comparison. Passiona has been around for a hell of a long- a lot longer than what is it? Pa- Pasito. Kirk's Pasito. Pasito. It's a classic. Ugh. You're getting on my nerves, Gareth, that I'm, I don't have the mute button on you this time, and I'm really annoyed. <laughs> this is why you're getting on my nerves because I can't just just can't easily mute you this time. Um, no, we've got to do we've got two taste comparisons. We've got to do battle of the battle of the soft drinks. I feel you know we'll do mm-hmm. a, we'll do a, we'll do the Pasito versus Passiona. We'll do the Fanta versus Sunkist. Yeah, we'll do Coke, the Solo Coke, Coke versus, versus what's the Coke version? Coke, Coke versus LA Ice. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, nothing beats a bit of LA Ice Cola. Dollar twenty-five for two liters, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's an Aussie icon. Don't mm-hmm. diss the LA Ice. No, um, what's the what was what's the Coke version of Solo? Um uh well Australian. We used to have one called Export Export Cola. Really? Yeah, it was um uh, it actually had a jingle. It was a uh, move over all the colas, export colas coming through. <laughs> Did it have like a singing kangaroo? Because that sounds like something that that would happen with that. No, the, the, these were like little steel. They only ever came out in a small steel, a small steel can. Right. Well, like half the size of a three seventy five yeah. mil. That's that's all it ever came out in. I was like the tab as well. They used to come out in a small can. Remember tab? No, this is probably before my time. Oh, right. But did it like have extra? Like, did it have like a shot of? Garana or something in it that was like just zip you open. Now Tab was a cola as well, was but that was I think it was an Australian cola. Right. Yeah. That was very iconic. Yeah. I'm pretty what? sure um, our guest would probably remember Tab. We have a guest. We have a no, guest. No, there's a guest. Very quiet. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're gonna meet her soon. We're gonna get it. We're gonna embarrass her next week, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've got Iron Brew because I've seen it. 
in the shops, and I'm very curious because it's just one of those things that you go, I've never had it before. Well, I've never, I've never been to the UK. And I've never heard of. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I've heard, heard, of, I've heard of the drink. You but see it in the, like the international section, and they only sell it as a as an individual can. And I thought, right, we've chat, we've chatted shit about it with a couple of guests before. I've been meaning to try, it, and I saw it was on special, and so I thought, right, I'm going to take my chance. So uh, there's no can wank because you know there isn't with soft drink. Um, and the what I was going to say was there is no sort of the flavour is sparkling flavoured soft drink. There is no f- official flavour. So there's no flavour. I don't know. We'll find out whether there's any flavour, won't we, Gareth? But we're going to try and open it now. Ready? Listen. Live radio. That was- Hold up. That had a different- <laughs> That had a different snap <laughs> to it. No, no, I'm telling you, that had a different snap to it than a normal can. The British make the snaps a better sound a bit different. That's, that that's, that's the worst. I was telling you, shut that's up. That's the worst Pomiac sound I've just, ever heard. Shut up. I was getting you to- I was trying to get you to shut up because there was like bubbles going on in there. You dip your crumpet in it. There was like <laughs> Irish crumpet dipping the other side in a, um, in, in a bit of iron brew. It becomes a- <laughs> Comes a cross British crumpet, right? Let's. Oh God, it smells like a creamy soda. It probably is. We're gonna taste it. Yeah, that's a creamy soda. <laughs> well, taste there you it. Go. Don't get me wrong. That's like a weak ass creamy soda. Like it's still nice, but it's like not. It's like a creamy soda, a Kirk's creamy soda, mind you, but with less flavour. That Am is I right. That's weak. It's less 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 flavour than a creamy soda. Yeah. Um, I bet it's got just as much sugar in it too. Actually, no, it's actually not got that much sugar. So, it's got 16 grams of sugar per can. Oh, it is only 300 mil. <laughs> but usually you'd expect what? Okay, how much is in the Nelson County can? Do I, look, do I look like a dietitian? Yes. <laughs> well, you're the closest thing to a dietitian in the room. <laughs> what do you want, sugar? You're going on you about- sugar? You're going on about, like, oh, can't have onions this week. Muck up with my something's disease. And then next week, like, oh, I can't have mushrooms. Can't have my spithies. And you're like, oh, look at me, I'm not a dietitian. You talk more about diet than anyone else, I know. Uh, 4.6%. That's alcohol. This has 0.06% or 0.00006%. What what did you want to know? The sugar content. I was comparing the two, Gareth. Dude, what's more important on a can of alcohol? Like the sugar? Yeah, true. The sugar or the the alcohol content? Like, you can only fit one. That literally doesn't tell you how much sugar's in it. It does not tell you. Oh, bullshit. It probably does somewhere. You just don't like reading. Can't I think you're the only person more than me it. that doesn't like reading. Yeah, I can't see shit either on this. No, you're right. There is. Yeah, there is no. Um, oh God, shock and horror. There is actually no nutrition, nutritional, no nutritional um, information. information. It's, it might be on the box or on the pack. It might be on the pack. Mm. Wait, does yeah alcohol doesn't have wait it does have the nutritional information. Usually it's on the packet. Well, it's, it definitely doesn't have a um, a star rating like. <laughs> How many stars? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> How many stars would a can of alcohol it'd be minus get? Four, like it'd be minus five stars for everything if you if you did. Let's face it. Yeah. Oh, what do I give? What do I give? What do I give our British brethren for the Iron Brew? I don't know. It's okay. It's, it's <laughs> a weak, shit, Dan. It's a weak <laughs> ass cream and soda. <laughs> That's only average. Two out of. Like even the cans. Two out of five nutrition. Even the cans not the right size. It's like it's not small. It's not big. It's like. Uh, this is a British can. We don't do it the same way as you. Two out of five are uh, Captain Nelsons from from um, whatever TV <laughs> it's show. Major Nelson, dude. Come on. Whatever. He, he Major, was, he Major was, Tom Ground Control. Fuck off. He, he, was, he was promoted. All right. <laughs> Lieutenant Jackson. I don't know. 
fucking shaman's march to the sea or whatever it was. I don't know. Anyway, yep. It's hist- It's mucked up history month with Daniel here. Good on that, Iron Brew. Yep. That's piece of work. That's That's always that burp. Um, But I suppose they go hand in hand, don't they, Gareth? Well, now some counting. (laughs) Now it's time. Goes in my hand. Now it's time to end the alcohol review. We've pissed on the piss. (laughs) Burp. Yeah. Um, (laughs) What's up this week, Uh, Gareth? We've got Min Factory this week. Uh, Yes. Yep. Yeah, we were recording this week. We had Min Factory start again, which I should mention last week. Yep. We are welcome to the team, Ness. Yes. Uh, and uh, Loz is back. Uh, she'll be, she'll, she's doing an episode every couple of weeks. So uh, we'll be sharing the load. <laughs> it's, it's, don't start. It's, uh, it's, too late ma- it's me and Ness and someone else this week. We don't know who yet. It's too late in the night to go and start making innuendos and expect <laughs> me not to laugh. All right. Clearly had too Keeps much iron, iron too brew. Much yeah. Being brewing the iron. <laughs> hey. Um. But yes, Mint Factory, you can catch that every Friday. Or, yeah, well, every Friday it's out. Um, and of course, uh, Heavy Reborn, which we mentioned before, out every Thursday yeah. afternoon, usually. I was going to tell you who's, who's on the. Uh, I'll just talk for a moment. Let me find, I'll, I'll let find, find the. Let me find the po- have you got the post up? Um, no, it's. No. Okay, right. I'll, I'll let you no, describe I'll, it. Yeah, just talk amongst yourselves. But Jay, Mick, and Carly are rocking it out as normal, bringing you the best heavy yeah, music. Yeah, me. I thought you were taking a back seat. You're just like, you said, oh, fuck off, Jay. It's I get your turn. in everything. Like- yeah, true. <laughs> That's what you get for being content director. <laughs> but yeah, um, Mint, uh, Mint Factory. Um, Heavy Reborn's out every Thursday afternoon um, on the AustralianMusiciansRadio.com website. Same with Mint Factory, but of course you can find Bar Talk. This is where we're clearly superior. Ha <laughs> uh, ha. Everywhere you get your podcasts. Um, but yes, also on AustralianMusiciansRadio.com forward slash bar hyphen talk, where you can see it linked, actually embedded with uh, the Spotify link. So if you're on Spotify, go and check us out. Uh, please follow us too if you're on Spotify. Um, you can see it embedded to Apple Podcasts as well there. Our YouTube interviews are embedded on the website. I did. I, I'm very proud of the website. That it I is. It's looking good. Yeah, very easy to manage. Um, unless you're on a shit phone like mine. I've um, I don't, no, it, it does open quite well. Yeah, that's good. You don't um, need. You don't need an app. All you need to do is um, save it to your home screen, and it's two two exactly. pre- two presses of the button. But it's, and it's updated pain. automatically every every Thursday when we come out with the episodes. Plus um, Sundays, yeah. Mm. I, I do a bit of content on Sundays as well. So, and, uh, but yeah, obviously, send your music in. If yeah, it's a starting point as well. Acast uh, shows.acast.com forward slash bar talk as well. Or as I said before, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, but please do subscribe and follow us. And if you can, if there's an, if there's an opportunity to leave a review on it, wherever you listen to your podcasts, give us five stars or the equivalent of whatever is five stars and leave a nice comment. Um, yeah, Major Nelsons. Leave us some, uh, yeah, five <laughs> out of five Major Nelsons for us. Um, but yeah, as always, if you are an artist and you need to send in music, do so at amrairplay at mail.com and you might even get me talking shit about your music. Yep. No, I think that's a genuine honour. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> you could like if you and you could get called Skivvy for no reason. Sounds like a plan, yeah. Which is really cool. But please I, but please I'm going to follow us on our socials it's as well. Being, it's better than being called Turtleneck. True. Uh AMR Australia on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, and of course Bar Talk on Facebook and YouTube. Um yeah. Heavy reborn this week. We have uh, Finn, Finbar O'Han- O'Hanlon. Finbar O'Hanlon. Finn. That's a strong Irish name. Finn, Finbar O'Hanlon. I can say so myself. 
Um, Carly knows all about Finbar. I know, I know absolutely nothing, even though I've been friends on him, friends with him on Facebook for like five years. Um, You're friends with everyone on Facebook. Never even, never even Facebook spoken. or Gareth. This is how I get on. I, seriously, when I first started Facebook, I just went around friending people with guitars in their hands. That was That's how it worked. That's how you rolled. Should be fun. Um, and uh, we'll also be speaking to Felicity from the amazing, one of my favourite bands on the heavy scene uh, from mm. Sydney, Introspect. Um, prog. You've played them before. Prog metal. And they do great, don't they? They're freaking awesome. They, they, they're very ethereal as well. They've got very sp- kind of spacey sounds. Their, their first EP, uh, which was- called, Was it last year that it came out? Yeah. Because uh, they had some cool stuff. Come Ad, out of that. Ad Astra was the name of it. Um, and That's right. That was, fun, that was freaking awesome. They've, they've come on before and- Heavy Reborn, haven't they? Yeah, they we, we interviewed yeah. Um, uh, Loco, yeah, Loco last time. But uh, nice. Felicity has never done any media before. All the band, the whole entire band's getting there. To she's a lead, she's she's a dual lead singer of the band and never done media before. So should we breaking her interview bubble? We've done so many on Heavy we've, Reborn. We've popped the interview cherries of so many artists. Yeah, it's not funny, um, including a couple of this very podcast. So you know. Fuck yeah. that other station. <laughs> um, oh, that's all I've got to say about that. Uh, let's chat about a couple of cheeky tracks that we've got up coming up now. Uh, Lola Scott. Lola Scott is up next, exactly. And this is this was a cool track. Mm. I have to say, out of all the tracks that we've played on this episode, this one really um, does the most interesting it? stuff with the production. Mm-hmm. There is, as I was mentioning to uh, everybody, people that are here in the studio right now during the break, uh, there is a really cool thing they do with the samples and then the looping on the percussion. Like, there's elements of bass that help with the percussion. You can, like, there's elements of synth as well uh, and a few other tasty bits and pieces. And it's just it, it's just a cheeky song about, like, you know, not having money, mm. <laughs> which we, I'm sure we can all relate to. There's been a bit of uh, bass music coming out lately. It's, 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 are we heading towards the trend? We're going off the synth uh, that, was, that was in the Perhaps. 20s? Maybe. The, the, you know, the- maybe, uh, maybe. The, what do they call it? Not yeah, the twenty. No, they're not the teens, the twenty teens, the teeny teens. Yeah, well now we're like you know twenty one. Is it? Going, are we going base? Is the twenties going to be? It is the all about ro- base roaring twenties, Gareth. And you know, um, I'm having a roaring old time right here. But yes, um, Lola Scott, I believe, is a Sydney artist, and she's doing amazing stuff. And the the, the it says quote body of work that this song was off is going to be called Quarter Life Crisis. Uh, so, take that that indica- take that implication however mm. you so like. But it's probably going to be pretty interesting going by what we've heard so far. Um, getting plenty of praise. But, uh, yeah, make sure you keep an eye out on the uh, what she's doing. I was checking out the artwork before. It is a pretty cheeky bit of artwork. I don't know what's going on in there, but it looks like one hell of a party. Um, and uh, straight after that. Yes. Finishing off with just an absolutely gorgeous track, um, the brilliant track Dissipate, not Dissipate. I made that mistake earlier when I was typing it up. It's actually D-I-S-S-I, um, is the new track off Grace Sanders' uh, debut, which will be coming off her debut EP, Gums, which is out later this month. Everyone's bringing out EPs. It's just, it is just flooding. I just cannot believe how many EPs are coming out, but I guess this is because I'm used to fuck all happening last year. <laughs> well, that's actually, um, we've got so many gigs to go to as well. Yeah, which, um, why you people are just, just tell us a little bit about her. We, we will, but yeah, um, this I did like. It just starts off so, so nice and, well, it's all very nice. Uh, it starts off very, very light and you get this really cool 
change halfway through where it sort of builds up, but doesn't overstate it. It's welcome. Just, just you know, it's un- it's understated, but very, very well done. Um, so absolutely stellar production on this one. Plays around with a lot of cool effects too, especially on the vocals towards the end of the track. But um, yeah, you're going to have a mention before we bugger off and annoy people to death about what's happening mm. up Suki Lounge because we're going to be going to a few gigs soon. Not just Suki, we're heading all over the place. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, there are a few at Suki coming up on the. Um, uh, actually, Susan's super keen on this one. Jack Jones on the fifth uh, of March. Hang on, I better put this. Better put my glasses on. Fifth uh, of March. Oh, you know things are serious when that happens. Fourth uh, of March. Yeah, that's how That's how serious my glasses are. Um, uh, we've also got. Uh, I'll get there. Um, oh, who wants to go roller skating? <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I want to go roller skating. Oh, right. yeah. Anyway, we might talk about that. You love roller skating, don't you? Um. Uh, da, da, shit, where am I? Oh, yeah, uh, uh, full tilt. Have a listen to this. When's this happening? This is on uh, Saturday, 3rd of July. It's a fair way away, but um, it's via uh, Destroy All Lines, which is an awesome mm. Uh, mm. PR group. Uh, full tilt is at the uh, Coburg Velodrome in Melbourne. There's very few tickets I'll let, uh, that are left. I'm, I know that for wow. a fact. So uh, if, you, if you are lucky enough to listen to this podcast and there's still tickets left, better get them. Uh, North Lane, Hands Like Houses, uh, In Hearts Wake, Friends with Rom, Thy Art is Murder, Luca Brasi, Slowly Slowly, uh, Make Them Suffer, Press Club, Alpha Wolf, Thornhill, Yours Truly, uh, The Bennies and Drown This City. Now, we've got about seven, that is just, seven uh, or eight of those bands. mix and- Bands that were played on Seven Bar Talk, yes, bands that you played on Heavy Reborn as well, and I'm sure Mint Factory. So, yeah, um, no, not probably not so much. Me, we've Northlane have featured with Phase yeah. One, um, and Phase One actually brought out a new track as well this week, uh, which was featured in the Mint Factory uh, with um, uh, the dude from Silverstein, Canadian band, freaking awesome track. Um, so, yeah, um, we'll be posting probably more as well of the gigs that we'll be going to, and yeah, we'll checking just, out. Yeah. And hopefully we'll be putting a few more reviews up to where we go. Maybe like an, an extra media content, maybe even interviews, video content, I don't know, pictures. We'll be hopefully really, hopefully we'll be really filling up the website and the mm. social medias with the awesome yep. stuff we go there'll and be, see. There'll be, there'll be more types of music media we're just, coming We're just getting, we're just getting, uh, getting our shit together. Um, Cicada Stone. Cicada Stone. Cicada, oh, yes. Cicada. Uh, they're playing on um, at, at, uh, March 19th at Stogold. Uh, for their album launch, nice. Uh, don't well, go go and get your ticket. Go and get your tickets for that. Just go to Cicada Stone their their page. Um, it's going to be a ripper gig uh, with uh, Vendetta and Stone Trip. Nice. Uh, well, is that is that all, or you got one more for us? No, no, no. We're going to Press Club. We're going to actually check out Press Club at yeah. Suki Lounge as well. They're playing at um, at Full Tilt, but we're going to go nice. check them out at at Suki Lounge on. Uh, it is. Uh, Feb 19. He's just riffraffing off his phone now, folks. I'm like, I'm, you should have seen me last night. You could night. go on like this forever, um, which I'm going to stop you because we've, we've annoyed everyone for Daniel the Champagne, long. February 18. Oh, yeah. Um, Daisy West on uh, March 5th. Mm. Um, Children Collide on the 25th of Feb. Uh, and, um, uh, and Sarah McLeod from Super Jesus. Is on at uh, uh, shit. Where is I can't read. <laughs> Sometime, um, yeah, Sometime. Uh, twenty twenty uh, sixth of March. Okay, 
There's a lot going on. Look, if this is all, that was all at Suki Lounge, yeah? That, those last few ones. They're all at Suki, yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, except so, for Cicada Stone, which is at Stagel. Of course. But all the ones that you didn't mention the place there at Suki Lounge. So I guess the best thing to do is go to the Suki Lounge website. They have put up events for everything um, on their Facebook. So, yeah. Uh, awesome. Plenty of stuff coming up. Plenty of awesome shows to be going to. And plenty of awesome tracks to be playing in the meantime. Gareth, thank you for being my partner in crime for the evening. Well, if you were a criminal, what kind of criminal would you be? Oh, be a dashing criminal, I think. Was that answered wrong? A sheep rustler. Probably. He'd work well with Jay. I reckon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. What does he do? (laughs) What kind of criminal would he be? Well, we're, we, no, I won't go through this story. <laughs> that's supposed to be a story show. for another time. This isn't a family-friendly show, Gareth. Yeah. You know that. Um, what is what is friendly, though, are these next two tracks we're going to go out on? Uh, the one and only Lola Scott with four- Oh, we didn't mention the- Forever Jobless. Job. But it's 4E Jobless. Which 4E Jobless, is but forever. it's Forever Jobless. Mm. And then uh, Grace Sanders with Dissipate. That's a, this, this show is dissipating. Yeah. Goodbye, Gareth. I'll see you melt away in the distance, as always. Catch you next week, folks. I just quit my day job. I ain't looking back. Till I'm out of cash, asking for my job back. Housemate just got laid up. Who's gonna pay the rent? Oh, my favorite spent on you. Last week's paycheck came in. It's gotta last me till the weekend. I'm so used to spending all of my money on one weekend
AustralianMusiciansRadio.com
AustralianMusiciansRadio.com